Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, August 28th, 2021. Coming at you from the WWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. It is episode number 274 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is, of course, WCWS Power Hour. Coming at you from the HQ this evening, ladies and gentlemen, it is Mr. D- Mr. WCWS himself, Chad Hinshaw, here with you. <laughs> Forgive me for the uh, low low toned voice here and the little bit of coughing. I have been under a I've been under the weather here for the past uh, for, for the for the past couple of days, and I have kind of winged it a little bit here. Of course, with the heat popping up like it is and everything, it tends to get to you here sometimes. And if you can take it, you can. But as they always say, if you can't stand the heat, then stay out of the kitchen, as they say. So. But on the, but of course I am going to still be on here to bring you as we always do every Saturday evening, bring you of course your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here for today. Also of course here, ladies and gentlemen, we will be bringing you. We will of course be bringing you um, a rundown of what took place here in the radio network here this week, and also ladies and gentlemen, we'll go to 411mania.com and bring you of course some. Uh, wrestling stories that may have popped up here, of course, between overnight last night and also, of course, uh, t- during the day today. If you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here for the next hour, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Call our ID 141-364-POUND and press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that is discussed, that is brought up, that is that is mentioned, of course, here on today's show. Let's go ahead. It is 5.53 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and get underway here as we, of course, will be bringing you, <coughs> excuse me, as we, of course, will be bringing you, of course, today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Um, we And first off, we will, of course, start off with our wrestling history and birthday reports here. 
On this date here in 1989, the second ever SummerSlam main event took place in New Jersey and featured the WWF pay-per-view debut of Dusty Rhodes, if you mean. Elsewhere, elsewhere on the card, the Ultimate Warrior won, won the Intercontinental title for a second time after beating Ravishing Rude, of course, with a slight assist from Rowdy Roddy Piper showing what was under his kilt. In the main event, of course, Macho Man Randy Savage and his partner Zeus, of course, you remember from the movie No Holds Barred, was defeated, of course, by Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And, of course, obviously, remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Elizabeth kind of had a hand in that, too, trying to uh, keep uh, Sensational Sherry, um, of course, at bay as well. On this day in 1994, the two dudes with attitude, Shawn Michaels and Diesel, won the tag team titles. They would vacate the belts in November the same year when the duo split at Survivor Series. On this date in 2010, Ring of Honor Tag Wars 2010 took place in Charlotte, North Carolina. The main event saw Davey Richards make the ROH champion Tyler Black. Of course, you know Tyler Black is now Seth Rollins. Submit for the win. However, it was a non-title match, so Black kept the championship and would do so for another couple months before leaving for the WWE and, of course, changing his ring name to, as we said, Seth Rollins. On this date here in 2017, Miss Bliss defeated Sasha Banks on Raw to begin her second reign as Raw Women's Champion. Two wrestling birthdays, of course, we wanted to bring bring to your attention here. Uh, uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Um, we want to wish. Let's see. We want to wish a, a very happy. Let's see here. Uh, yes, happy 33rd birthday to EJ Naduka. Of course, you remember he was in NXT. I forget what his name was in NXT, but he did compete in NXT for a while. But now I do believe he is wrestling in um, Major League Wrestling. Now. So, yes. And also, we want to wish a very happy 40. Yes, happy 42nd birthday to Linda Miles. I believe she was one of the contestants from the from one of the Toughen Ups a while back. Of course, she would also wrestle. Uh, she would also compete for a little while as well as being the manager or valet of the tag team known as the Basham Brothers um, during their run with the tag belts. Of course, I believe she was the one that was known as Shaniqua, if I'm not too much mistaken. Very tall African-American girl, but very, very talented indeed. So uh, she acted kind of like a dominatrix sort of thing. So happy birthday to E.J. Naduka and Linda Miles here, of course, today. And that's primarily what we have right now in terms of uh, of your wrestling history and birthday here report. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, as you as you, of course, are were aware uh, before I go into the other set of our histories here. Um, as you were, I'm sure we're aware that episode 1034 of Revolution did not take place last night. Primarily due to the, of course, the uh, due to, of course, myself being under the weather and, and also being under advisement from a couple of our guys here in WCWS, namely the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo and also the King of Clubs Mitt Patel. They have they suggested that due to, of course, my uh, due to, of course, me, of course, kind of not being at 100 percent. They have suggested, because I've suggested to them multiple times, if, 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 you know, I've told them if they cannot make it onto the shows, 
because of uh, for health reasons, whatever. I've always said health is, of course, you know, very, very important. Um, just like health and family. I've always said all those are important. They have a, they advise, kind of advise me to kind of take my own advice kind of in a way. And uh, so eventually what I have decided, what I decided to do was we moved Revolution 1034 from last night to tomorrow night. It will be on at nine o'clock. So we will have a double header tomorrow. We will still have WWS this morning at 8 a.m. But we will, of course, have 1034 of revolutions that way we will not lose we will not lose track of anything uh, <clears throat> uh we will not lose track of course of the episode numbers and everything um so and i and i will of course be re- that means i'll be repeating the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays of course here for tomorrow um on both wcws this morning and the special sunday edition of course of revolution so be sure to listen in on that one three eight zero five five pound, of course, at nine o'clock tomorrow night. So, ladies and gentlemen, what I have said, what I have wanted to do is, since we did not get a chance to hear it, um, did not get a chance to to hear it last last night, of course, as we did not do Revolution. I am going to bring you, of course, I'm hoping this same page will have, will still have it available. Um, we're for yesterday, August the 27th. We're going to we're going to see if we can uh, try to bring you, of course, uh, we're going to see if we can try to bring you. Okay. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. I think we got it right here. Uh, so here did not keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, this is yesterday, August the 27th. So just keep that date in mind, please. I'll, I'll, and I'll just say the date in front of the year, so that way everybody will know this. Uh, wrestling history for August 27th, of course, 1990. SummerSlam was held in Philadelphia. Uh, the Texas Tornado won his first Intercontinental title, pitting Mr. Perfect. First match, uh, uh, first match advertised of the advertised two-part main event. Saw Hulk Hogan win via countout against Earthquake in a very decent match for both. The Ultimate Warrior then retained the WWF title against Ravishing Rick Rude in a cage match. August 27, 1995, Triple H, who was, of course, known as Hunter Hearst Helmsley at the time, made his in-ring pay-per-view debut at SummerSlam on this date in which he pinned Bob Holly following a pedigree. On the same show, the man under the cane mask, Glenn Jacobs, Jacobs also made his debut of course, it was as the, the demonic dentist, Isaac Yankum, DDS. And August 27, 2000, the first ever TLC Tables, Ladders, and Chairs match took place at SummerSlam in two, of 2000, which was a triple threat tag match. Edge and Christian defeated the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys to retain the tag team belts. Yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, we, uh, I'm sorry, I have, these are belated birthdays, but we're going to we're going to do this anyway. To be fair, uh, we want to, of course, wish a happy belated. Um, let's see, give me just one second here, folks. Uh, happy belated 73rd birthday to WWE Hall of Famer Sergeant Slaughter. Also, we want to wish a very happy belated. Uh, let's see, yeah. Happy 49th, 49th birthday who, uh, to 
one of the one of those that one of those that was just inducted into the Hall of Fame this year was either between the 2020 and 21 Hall of Fame class, uh, the great Kali. So yesterday, great Kali turned 49. And also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, happy 48th birthday to former WWE female talent. Um, of course, obviously, she's been on Impact Wrestling a whole lot here lately alongside uh, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. You might remember uh, Jazz. Uh, so happy birthday yesterday to Sergeant Slaughter, the great Kali, and Jazz. So, And we will also do the same thing in terms of our pop culture history and birthdays here. As a matter of fact... Uh, I'm not sure if we'll able if we will be able to get any pop culture. Uh, well, we'll see what we can do about getting yesterday's, but we'll read today's first, and then we'll work on getting yesterday's after we take care of this. But remember, like this this right here that's coming up here for our pop culture history and birthdays is in fact for today, August the 28th. Uh, and then, of course, just like on Outside the Ropes, every Wednesday, of course, we give you. <clears throat> We, of course, give you, uh, obviously, the, uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, general pop culture, as well as, of course, movies, television, music, and also sports. Uh, on this day in 1189, the Third Crusade, the Crusaders began the siege of Acre under Guy of Laskinian. On this day in 1609, English explorer Henry Hudson discovers and explores the Delaware Bay. On this day in 1830, the first American-built locomotive, entitled Tom Thumb, races a horse-drawn car from Stockton and Stokes Stagecoach Company from Baltimore to Ellicott Mills. Of course, let history record that due to mechanical problems, the horse actually won. Hmm. Uh, on this day in 1845, uh, Scientific American magazine publishes its very first issue. And on this day in 1963, Martin Luther King Jr. delivers his I Have a Dream speech addressing the March on Washington for Jobs and Freedom Civil Rights March at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. Uh, movies, one moment here from movies and television to bring to you right now. On this day in 1956, the 17th Venice Film Festival opens. Believe it or not, no Golden Lion was awarded that year. No, no film won the awards at all. Today in music on the state 1965, Bob Dylan was booed for playing the electric guitar at a concert in New York's Forest Hills. And today in sports on the state 1972, Soviet gymnast Olga Corbett becomes media darling at the Munich Olympics, wins gold in the teams all around, falls with two gold and a silver. On the state 1837, pharmacist John Lee and William Perrins manufacture uh, of course, what we would know today as Worcestershire sauce. And obviously, of course, uh, of course, the brand was called Lee and Perrins. Uh, some notable, of course, birthdays. Uh, some notable, of course, some notable birthdays to bring you here today. Let's, let's see what we can do about bringing, uh, let's work on, we'll definitely get, uh, Get those up here to give us just one second while we okay.
Today would have been the 429th birthday of George Blairs. He passed away in uh, 1628. Uh, Today would have been the 272nd birthday of Johann Wolfgang von Gothi. He passed away in 1832. On this, um, let's see, uh, today would have been the 247th birthday of Elizabeth Ann Bailey Seton. She passed away in 1821. Sorry about that. Let me, let me today would have been the 104th birthday of of uh, legendary comic book artist uh, Jack Kirby, uh, who created a lot of the well-known characters from Marvel Comics. Uh, he today, like he would have been 104. He passed away in 1994. Uh, today would have been the 64. Today, today is the 64th birthday of I. Away. I hope I pronounced that right. And today we wish a very happy 56th birthday to country music uh, uh, superstar Shania Twain. So happy birthday to to everyone listed there today. And we'll have some big time birthdays here to talk about here uh, tomorrow. So be sure to listen listen up, of course, on that. On a say 1917, 10 suffragists arrested as they picket the White House. Some weddings to talk about. On a say 1775, statesman John Hancock, of course, one of those well-known for signing the Declaration of Independence, who was 38 at the time, marries hostess Dorothy Quincy, who was 28 at the time, in Fairfield, Connecticut. On a say 1811, English romantic poet Percy Beseth Shelley, who was 19 at the time, elopes to Scotland with with first wife uh, Harriet Westbrook, who was 16 at the time. And on a date in 1924, British children's writer Ined Blyton, who was 27 at the time, marries editor Major Hugh Alexander Pollock, DSO. He was 36 at the time. A couple, couple divorces right here. On a date in 1953, Ella Fitzgerald, who was 36 at the time, Mary's uh, jazz bassist Ray Brown, who was 27 at the time after only six years of marriage. And on the state in 2009, Blake Fielder Civil, who was 27 at the time, divorces Grammy Award winning singer, the late Amy Winehouse, who was 25 at the time, due to adultery after only two years of marriage. We don't know if it was him or her or one, but. Um, some noble passings here. Albert Frederick passed away in 1618. Junipero Serra, I believe he was a, well, he was, I think he was a monk, I believe, uh, passed away in 1784. Frederick Law Olmsted passed away on this date in 1903. Emmett Till, which was one of those, I think, figures that I think kind of sparked the civil rights movement, I believe, uh, Passed away on this date in 1955. I think he would have been about like 14 years old. 
course, another very somber one last year as we lost, of course, the Black Panther himself from the Black Panther movies and, of course, uh, uh, many other great movies as well. Very talented actor, gone way too soon, in my personal opinion. The, the one, the late Chadwick Boseman, like I said, passed away just last year. And he would have been only, I believe he was, a, I, I think he might have been one year shot, might have been, he might have been, let me see, might have been a little time off of, let's say he was, he would have been, I think he, that he passed away at the age of 43, so he didn't quite reach, he didn't quite reach his 44th birthday, so I think it was 43 that I heard that he had passed, that he had passed away, so. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to your movies and television history and birthdays. On this date in 1946, the film known as The Killers premieres. It starred, directed by Robert Slodmuk. It starred Burt Lancaster and Ava Gardner based on a story by Ernest Hemingway. As we said, 1956, the 17th, 17th Venice Film Festival opens, but with no Golden Lion awarded that year. Hmm. I want to say in 1964, WEWS TV Channel 5's Upbeat debuts in Cleveland, obviously Cleveland, Ohio. I want to say in 1966, the 27th uh, Venice Film Festival, uh, The Battle of Algiers, directed by Giulio Pontecorvo. Corvo, Wins the Golden Lion. On a say, 1980, the 37th Venice Film Festival, Atlantic City, directed by Louis Mao, and Gloria, directed by John Cassavetes, jointly awarded the Golden Lion. It's actually the first time this has happened since 1968. So, so it's been 12 years since since this has last happened. On a say, 1982, the 39th Venice Film Festival. The State of Things, directed by Wim Wenders, wins the Golden Lion. On the state, 1986, the largest wrestling crowd ever ever take place in Canada, uh, which was 69,300 at the Toronto Stadium. I'm thinking that I'm sure it was probably a WWF event. Um, I'm thinking it might have been. Uh, let's see, I'll have to go figure that out. Figure that out as it was one of the moments. Uh, I think it was the same one. I think it was the one that where Hulk Hogan wrestled Paul Ondorf. It was an outdoor event. I don't know. I'd love to go back and take a look at that. On the stage in 1986, American, of course, rock singer Tina Turner's star was unveiled at Hollywood's Walk of Fame in Hollywood. So, some notable birthdays here today. On the stage in 1883, E.E. E. Clive, an actor of Welsh descent, who was who was of course known for Night Must Fall. And Dark Hour was born in Monmouthshire, Wales, of course, over there in England. He passed away in 1940. On the stage in 1891, Stanley Andrews, who, of course, was an actor from right here in America, was born in Chicago. He was known for the movie Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. He passed away in 1969. On the stage in 1897, Morris Ankrum was born. He was born in Danville, Illinois. He was known for the movies Kronos. Half Human and Earth versus Flying Saucers. He passed away in 1964. And on the stage in 1899, Charles Charles Boyer, an actor of French descent, was born in Bayac, Lot, France. 
He was known for the movies Algiers, Fanny, and Barefoot in the Park. He passed away in 1978. And as we said, of course, uh, today, like I said, on this day, we, we lost, like I said, uh, uh, Black Panther himself, Chadwick Boseman. Of course, like I said, he was just shy of being 44. He was 43 when he passed on. Uh, let me see here. Some notable uh, noble wed noble weddings here. I don't know if this particular part is accurate or not, but a one-day marriage of the TV character Murphy Brown. I think that might have been a little bit. That could have been 1988. I'm not sure because Murphy Brown was bigger. TV show was big around that around that year. So I think I think that's probably what they meant. I don't think because 1968 that that was never uh, there was never a character right there. On say 1999, well we'll do some double checking on that. On say 1999, actress Kathy Moriarty, who was 38 at the time, marries financier Joseph Gentile. On the same 2004, Law, Law and Order SVU, of course, uh, Mariska Hargaday, of course, the daughter of Jane Matt Mansfield, we mentioned that the other night, who was 40 at the time, marries actor and writer Peter Herman, who was 37 at the time, at the Unitarian Society in Santa Barbara, California. On this date in 2007, uh, Gary Coleman, the late Gary Coleman, of course, from the TV show Different Strokes, who was 40 at the time, marries... Shannon Price, who was 22 at the time, at the Valley of Fire State Park in Nevada. And on a date in 2010, uh, Chad Lowe from Pretty Little Liars, who was 42 at the time, marries film producer Kim Painter at the Terrarina Resort in Los Angeles. Let's see, that's all we got right there. Now let's go to your music history and birthdays here for today. On a date in 1850, Richard Wagner's opera, Lonegren premieres in, at Wellmar, Germany. On a state in 1922, Albert von Tilzer and Neville Fleeson's musical the, the Gingham Girl premieres in New York City. On a state in 1939, Sammy Fain and Jack Gillen's musical George White's Scandals premieres. On a state in 1962, Tony Sheridan and the Beat Brothers, <clears throat> who of course was talking, who of course was actually the Beatles, Record Yaya Parts 1 and 2 in Hamburg, Germany. On this, on this date in 1965, as we said, Bob Dylan was booed for playing an electric guitar at a concert in New York's Forest Hills. On this date in 1970, I'll Be There, of course, by the Jackson 5, is released. It, received, it won Billboard Song of the Year in 1970. Two moments on this... Actually... Uh, two songs actually goes gold on this date in 1973. First one, uh, Bobby Boris Pickett's uh, Monster Mash. You need a Monster Mash. And also uh, Deep Purple's Smoke on the Water. So both of them went gold on the same day in 1973. The notable birthdays, as we said, Shania Twain turns 56. And Leanne Rhymes today turns 39. Some passings, of course, in music. On a date in 1647, Johann Dillinger, a composer of German descent, passed away at the age of 53. On a date in 1680, Joan Sorolls, a musician, composer, and monk of Cotillion uh, descent, passed away at the age of 57. And on a date in 1767, Johann Schobert, 
who was a composer of German and French descent, passes away after eating poison mushrooms. He was around the age of 32 when he passed. And on this day in 1885, Julius Hopp, a composer of Austrian descent, passes away at the age of 66. Two divorces, as we mentioned, 1953, Ella Fitzgerald divorces Ray Brown after six years of marriage. In 2009, Blake Fielder Civil uh, uh, divorces Amy Winehouse after two years of marriage. This was due to adultery, apparently. So, but we don't know who, who caused the adultery. So. Uh, <clears throat> now we go to your sports moments right here and stay in 1884. Major League Baseball pitcher Mickey Welsh makes record for most consecutive batters struck out to begin a game striking out the first nine men he faces. On the same 1886, the U.S. National Championship men's tennis in Newport, Rhode Island, Richard Sears beats R. Livingston Beacom, 4-6-6-1-6-3-6-4, for a sixth consecutive U.S. singles title. On the same 1888, the U.S. National Championship men's tennis, also from Newport, Rhode Island, Henry Slocum beats Howard Taylor, 6-4-6-1-6-0. Um, a couple more moments from the U.S. National Championship men's tennis in Newport, Rhode Island. First one in 1893, Robert Wren beats Fred Hovey. Hovey, hope I pronounced that right. 6436-6464 is his first of his four, first of his four U.S. singles titles. And on this, also 1907, William Larned beats Robert Leroy 6262-64 for his third U.S. singles title. On the state in 1918, Tress Speaker is suspended for season due to, to an assault on umpire Tom Connolly. A couple of moments here on the state in 1920 uh, has to do with the Antwerp Olympics here. Uh, first one, America's, uh, swim, American swimmer Norman Ross wins his second of three gold medals at the Antwerp Olympics, beats teammate Ludwig Langer in the men's 400-meter freestyle, also wins 1,500-meter and four-times 200-meter freestyle relay. And also, Ethelda uh, Beatry leads an American medal sweep of the Antwerp Olympics women's 300-meter freestyle with a world record swim of 434.0. Noble birthdays here today. Legendary ice skater Scott Hamilton today turns 63. And hockey player uh, Pierre Turgen today turns 52. Uh, on just some notable passings, of course, here, uh, as we mentioned, um, this was one back in 1918 where a player was suspended for an assault on an, on an umpire, and this is actually the umpire right here. I want to say 1961, Tom Connolly, who was a Baseball Hall of Fame umpire. He had an American League record eight times World Series. He actually passed away at the age of 90. I want to say 1967, Bruce Smith, American College Football Hall of Famer halfback. He won the Heisman Trophy in 1941 with the University of Minnesota, and he played the NFL with the Green. And played in the NFL along with the Green Bay Packers. Passes away of cancer at the age of 47. On the state in 1981, Bella Gutman, a soccer midfielder of Hungarian descent, who had four caps, uh, MTK Hungary, and Hakoda H- 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 Win. And it was also a coach at Benfica, AC Milan, FC Porto, 
Um, also, Hungary, Austria, Netherlands, Italy, Brazil, Uruguay, and Portugal passed away at the age of 82. And also on the state in 1981, Paul Anspach, who was a fencer of Belgian descent, he won the Olympic gold individual Epi and team Epi in 1912, passes away at the age of 99. And we have no other uh, weddings. We had no weddings or divorces to report in the world of sports. Uh, we're actually going to see if we can, we may be able to get yesterday's in because like I said, we want to, uh, um, we want to, of course, get that in. So, and we do have it. Okay. So very good. This is what happened on August the 27th. All this, the following history that we bring you, of course, following pop culture history is what was is what took place on this date yesterday and like this is to make up because we did not have it we did not have our friday night edition of revolution last night so we're bringing it to you now so we can keep it all up to date this is like i said august 27 so keep that in mind ladies and gentlemen 479 bc greco-persian wars the battle of plataea persian forces led by mardonis routed by greek army under pausanias together with greek success at the battle of macau halts the Persian invasion of Greece. Also, 479 BC, the Greco-Persian Wars, the Battle of Macau was won by Greek forces over per Persian naval troops on Ionian coast. Double victory with that at with that at Batella, Plataea, I guess that's how, you, that's how you pronounce it, ends the Persian invasion. On the state in 1663, the Battle of Bakang, Tang Chinese and Silla Korean forces defeat Korean Bachik forces and their Yamato Japanese allies on the Goon River in Korea, the last Japanese invasion of Korea for the next 900 years. On the same 1789, the French National Assembly issues the Declaration of Rights of Man and Citizen. On the same 1883, Kratoa Volcano west of Java in Indonesia erupts with a force of 1,300 megatons and kills approximately 40,000 people. On the state in 1928, the Kellogg-Briand Pact, 60 nations agree to condemn recourse to war for the solution of international controversies. controversies. And on this date in 1979, the, the first Earl Mountbatten of Burma, the cousin of Queen Elizabeth II, and the last viceroy of India, is killed along with three companions, two of them children by the IRA, when his boat is blown up near Sil Silgo, Ireland. Uh, like we said yesterday in movies and television, a couple of moments here on a state 19 on yesterday's date, 1950 for the first transmission of a TV program from continental Europe was shown on BBC and 1964 on yesterday's date, Walt Disney's Mary Poppins directed by Robert Stevenson, which starred Ju Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke premieres in Los Angeles in music yesterday. In 1965, the Beatles spend an evening with Elvis Presley at his Los Angeles home. And in sports on yesterday's date, 2004, uh, German kayaker Birgit Fischer wins gold in K4 500 meter and silver in K2 500 meter in Athens. The first woman in any sport to win gold medals at six different Olympics. Of course, the gold 24 years apart and first person to win two or more medals in five different games. Yesterday, of course, on 
Christmas Day in 2008, Barack Obama becomes the first African-American to be nominated by a major political party for president of the United States. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's see. Today would have been the... Today, let's see. Give me just a second here. Today would have been the 100... Yesterday would have been the 115th birthday of Ed Gein. He passed away in 1984. Uh, today, yesterday would have been the 113th birthday of Donald Bradman. He passed away in 2001. Also, it would have also it would have been the Actually, believe it or not, it also would have been the 113th birthday yesterday of former President Lyndon B. Johnson. He passed away in 1973. As you know, LBJ was vice president when President John F. Kennedy was, was of course, assassinated, and he assumed it after he was sworn in while they were transporting JFK's body back to Washington, D.C. Yesterday, Barbara, actress Barbara Bach turned 74 years old. Also yesterday, legendary children's entertainer Pee Wee Herman turned 69, and Aaron Paul yesterday turned 42 years old. Uh, yesterday's date, 1896, Britain de defeats Zanzibar in a 38-minute war from 9.02 a.m. to 9.40 a.m. It is the shortest recorded war in history. Some weddings that took place yesterday. 1930, journalist H.L. Mencken, who, Mencken, who was 49 at the time, marries author Sarah Hardett, who was 32 at the time, at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church. Yesterday's date, 1956, socialite Gloria Vanderbilt, the late, I should say late Gloria Vanderbilt, who was, of course, the mother of uh, uh, CNN's Anderson Cooper, by the way, if you did not know that who was 32 at the time, marries 12 Angry Men director Sidney LeMay, who was also 32 at the time. And yesterday in 1966, sportscaster Al Michaels, who was 21 at the time, marries Linda Stomaton. Yesterday we lost, we lost some legendary figures right here. Uh, John Lawrence passed away in 1782 yesterday. W.E.B. Du Bois passed away yesterday in 1963. Brian Epstein passed away on this day in 19, yesterday in 1967. Alal Salas passed away yesterday on, this, on yesterday's day in 1975. Lord Mountbatten, uh, as we said, of course, passed away yesterday's date in 1979. And also yesterday... Uh, <clears throat> We also yesterday we lost, of course, legendary musician Stevie Ray Vaughan. It was in uh, 1990 when we lost him. Okay, now let's let's check your let's check your movies. Um, uh, like I said, 1950, like we said, the first transmission of a TV program from continental, continental Europe was shown on BBC. This was, remember, this is yesterday, August 27th. Uh, 
yesterday in 1953, the movie Roman Holiday, which starred the late Audrey Hep, which starred the three late uh, these three late actors here, Audrey Hep, Hepburn, Gregory Peck, and Eddie Albert, of course, is released. As we said yesterday's date, 1964, Walt Disney's Mary Poppins, which was directed by Robert Stevenson, that starred, of course, Julie Andrews and, of course, Dick Van Dyke, of course, did premiere in Los Angeles. This was yesterday now. Of course, in 1964, the 25th uh, Venice Film Festival, the movie Red Desert, directed by Michelangelo Antonioni, wins the Golden Lion. On the state, 1965, WTVI-TV Channel 42 in Charlotte, North Carolina, which was a PBS fit, began to broadcast, and this was yesterday, keep in mind. On this date, in yesterday's date, 1967, Naomi Sims is the first African-American model on the, on the cover of a U.S. magazine, which is Fashion of the Times. Yesterday's date, 1990, at WWF's SummerSlam, the Ultimate Warrior, as we said, defeated Rick Rude. Of course, that was the, that was the one, of course, it was in the cage match for the WWF title. And on this yesterday's date, 1997, the 54th Venice Film Festival, Hanabi, directed by Takeshi Kitano, wins the Golden Lion. Yesterday's, yesterday, yesterday here in 2001, Angelina Jolie is named a UN, UNHCR Goodwill Ambassador at UN's HCR headquarters in Geneva. 2002, the 59th Venice, yesterday Venice Film Festival, the Magdalene Sisters, directed by Peter Mullen, wins the Golden Line. 2003, the 60th Venice Film Festival, the return of was directed by Andre Ziganev, Zigan, even if I mispronounce that, wins the Golden Line. Yesterday, yesterday in two, 2004, yesterday, Hong Kong martial arts film Hero, which stars, of course, the great Jet Li, opens in the United States and becomes the first Chinese language film to go number one at the box office here in the United States. Yesterday's date in 2006, the 58th Emmy Awards TV show shows 24 in the office, as well as, of course, Kiefer Sutherland and Mariska Hargaday win awards at this event. Uh, <clears throat> yesterday, 2008, the 65th Venice Film Festival, The Wrestler, directed by Darren Anarovsky, Wins the Golden Lion. I believe this might have been the same one, I think, starring that starred Mickey Rourke, I believe. I'm not sure. Uh, on yesterday's date, 2013, Gravity, directed by, directed and co-written by Alfonso Cuaron and star, starring Sandra Bullock and George Clooney, premieres at the Venice Film Festival. Yesterday's date, 2013, Dove Cameron releases a cover of On Top of the World by the group um, that was originally done by the group Imagine, Imagine Dragons. Yesterday, all, yesterday, of course, also in 2014, the movie Birdman, directed by Alejandro Gonzalez in Aratu and starring Michael Keaton and Zach Galifianakis, premieres at the Venice Film Festival. It wins Best Picture in 2015. Yesterday, in 2014, the 71st Venice Film Festival, a pigeon sat on a branch reflecting on existence, directed by Roy Anderson, wins the Golden Lion. The notable birthdays here today. Um, Harry, uh, yesterday I should say, Harry Antrim, who was, in, who was known for Miracle on 34th Street and Devil's Doorway, was born in Chicago. He passed away in 1967. 
1894, Charles Meredith. Yesterday's date, 1894, Charles Meredith, who was in the movie Court of Last Resort, of course, was born in Knoxville, Pennsylvania. He passed away yesterday in 1964. On this yesterday's date, 1896, Thayena, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Ranovskaya, who was who was an actress of Russian descent, was born uh, was was born in Taganrog, Don Boisko Oblast. Was part of the Russian Empire. She passed away in 1984. Yesterday's date, 1899, Brian Folger was born. He was an actor best known for River's Edge and Up in Smoke. He was born in Ogden, Utah yesterday. He passed away in 1970. On yesterday's date, 1901, Al Ritz, um, who was an actor best known for the Ritz Brothers and Haya Chum, was born in Newark, New Jersey. He passed away in 1965. Also in 1901, Roger Pryor was born, who was an actor known by Lady by Choice and Belle, Belle of the 90s and Identity Unknown. This was yesterday, keep in mind. Was born in New York City. She passed. He passed away in 1974. And yesterday's date, 1905, Frederick O'Neill, who was an actor, theater producer, and television director, he was known for Pinky and Car 54, Where Are You? Was born in Brooksville, Mississippi. He passed away in 1992. Uh, and of course, we did mention, of course, a lot of the there are a lot of other birthdays, ladies and gentlemen. We we won't uh, we won't, of course, go into a we won't go to a whole lot of, of all these others um, because there is a there is a whole bunch here to bring up, and we need to, of course, move on a little bit further. Um, of course, some weddings here. One of interest yesterday in 2005, Robert Downey Jr., who was 40 at the time, marriage producer Susan Levin, who was 31 at the time. At the Windy Dune Estate in uh, Amagasset, New York, and uh, of course, a lot of passings here. Uh, I will note that one. I will note, of course, on one passing yesterday, um, on this date last year, we lost Bullet Bob Armstrong, who was, of course, was who who uh, who, of course, was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by his sons. He sadly passed away from bone cancer last year at the age of 80 years old. Now let's see if we can get you some, some music moments here. And remember, this is from yesterday, folks. 1892, New York City's Metropolitan Opera House opened in 1883, catches fire, and it takes two years to officially restore it. Yesterday, 1900, Gabrielle Farrar Powers Grand Cantata Pramipi premieres at Arenas de Beziers in France. The performance involved almost 800 singers and musicians, including two wind bands and 15 harps, and an audience of 10,000. Uh, yesterday, on this date, yesterday's date, 1934, Harold Arlen, Ira Gershwin, and Yip Harburg's musical Life Begins at 8:40. 
premieres in New York City. As we said, of course, Mary Poppins premiered on yesterday's date, 1964. Also, we did say 1965, yesterday, the Beatles spent an evening with Elvis, of course, at his home in Los Angeles. Um, yesterday, 1970, Jimi Hendrix creates his last studio recording at Electric Lady Studios in New York. It was an instrumental called Slow Blues. Uh, yesterday, 1977, John Kander and Fred Ebb's musical Chicago closes at 46 Theater in New York City after 947 performances. <clears throat> Yesterday's Yesterday in 1990, No Offenses, the second studio album by Garth Brooks is released. It won Billboard Album of the Year in 1991. And remember, like I said, yesterday in 1994, Neil Simon's comedy Laughter on the 23rd Floor closes at Richard Rogers Theater in New York City after 320 performances. Yesterday in 1995, Tom Stoppard's comedy play Arcadia closes at Vivian Beaumont Theater in New York City. After 204 performances, yesterday, 2012, Thrift Shop is released by the by the uh, duo of Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. It won Billboard Song of the Year for 2013, and also Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance and the Best Rap Song of 2014. Uh, <clears throat> On yesterday, 2018, of course, Melanie Brown, you might remember her as Mel B of the Spice Girls, announces that she, she, in, she entered re, was entering rehab for alcohol and sex addiction following her acrimonious divorce. And of course, we have a, of course, we have a lot of, uh, once again, we have a lot of birthdays, of course, obviously, um, to, to bring, to bring, to a lot of weddings here. But we'll try to post a lot of this on some of our pages as well, if anyone wishes to go and read a lot of this. Some notable weddings. Yesterday, 1977, Coral Reefer Band singer Jimmy Buffett, who was 30 at the time, marries Jane Slagsball. Yesterday, 2011, Oscar winner Sophia Coppola, Coppola, I should say, who was 41 at the time, Mary's vocalist of French indie rock band Phoenix Thomas Mars at the family villa Palazzo Margarita in Bernarda, Italy. And of course, there are a lot of a lot of passings uh, to talk about to mention here as well. We did mention, of course, Brian. Uh, Brian, who we found out was a uh, he was an entrepreneur and manager of the Beatles. He died of an accidental barbiturate overdose. He was 32 years old when he passed. Uh, we also, of course, like we said, we did mention Stevie Ray Vaughan. Of course, he was a blues guitarist. He did Texas Flood, Pride and Joy. Uh, of course, he, I think, teamed up with David Boyd to do the song Let's Dance. Uh, dies in a helicopter crash. He was only 35 years old. So he... I think that was one of my sister's favorite uh, band members right there. And a lot of other great, uh, a lot of great um, uh, artists right there, of course, as well. But we'll try to post this, we'll try to post this uh, access to yesterday's history and birthdays here. Now, as soon as I take care of this, I'll let you know about something else that we can, you can look at as well. 
yesterday here, as we said, 1884 to U.S. National Championship Men's Tennis in Newport, Rhode Island. Richard Sears makes it four straight U.S. singles titles, beats Howard Taylor 6-0, 1-6, 6-0, 6-2. 1890, also uh, several here are from Newport, Rhode Island. Let's go ahead and say 1890, Oliver Campbell beats two-time defending champion Henry Slocum, 6-2-4-6-6-3-6-1-1894, once again coming in from Rhode Island. Defending champion Robert Wren beats Irishman Manliff Goodbody, 6-8-6-1-6-4-6-4-1901. Once again, Newport, Rhode Island. William Lauren beats Beals Wright, 6-2-6-8-6-4-6-4 for the first of his seven United States singles titles. And one more in 1902 right here. <clears throat> Uh, defending champion William Lauren beats Englishman R.F. Doherty, 4-6-6-2-6-4-8-6. On this, yesterday's date, 8-1908, the Calgary City Rugby Football Club reorganizes as the Tigers. A couple moments here, 1909, uh, future Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Jack Chesbro's final game for the New York Highlanders. It's a 17-6 loss to the Tigers at Bennett Park in Detroit. And once again, we go back with the men's tennis championship there in Rhode Island. William Lauren beats William Clothier, 6-1-6-2-5-7-1-6-6-1 for his third straight and fifth overall U.S. singles title. On a state 1910, using 20, 137,000 candle power arc lights, two amateur baseball teams play a night game at the, at, at the White Sox Park. On this day, yesterday's date, 1911, Chicago White Sox pitcher Ed Walsh. No hits to Boston Red Sox, 5-0 at White Sox Park. Yesterday, 1918, Christy Mathewson resigns as Cincinnati Reds manager to accept a commission as a captain in chemical warfare branch of the U.S. Army. Yesterday, 1920, American diver Louis Quinn leads a United States medal sweep in the men's three-meter springboard event at the Antwerp Olympics, teammates Clarence Pinkston and Louis Bob Bobak take the minor medals. On the state 1921, J.E. Clare of Acme Packing Company, yesterday's date, of Green Bay is granted an NFL franchise. Now, obviously, of course, Green Bay, you might, obviously, you might, possibly that this is where the Packers eventually came from. But we're just, I'm just speculating. A world record here, 1922 yesterday, Pablo Nermi runs world record 3,000 meter in 828.06. He was actually nicknamed the, the Flying Finn, F-I-N-N. Hmm. 1928, uh, the women's tennis in Forest Hills, New York, defending champion Helen Wills defeats fellow American uh, Helen Jacobs, 6-2, 6-1 for a fifth of seven U.S. singles crowns. Yesterday, 1937, Brooklyn Dodger Fred Frankhouse, no-hit Cincinnati, 5-0 in, in seven and two-third inning game. Pretty much it got cut short. Uh, uh, on yesterday, 1938, Yankees pitcher Monty Pearson no hits the Indians, 13-0, uh, to nothing, and Joe DiMaggio actually hits three triples. Yesterday, 1952, having already won 5,000-meter and 10,000-meter gold medals, Czech star Emil Zapotic claims rare Olympic Treble taking out Helsinki Games Marathon in in OR uh, 223.03.2. Yesterday, 1955, Sandy Koufax 
fans 14 reds. Both teams combined for record 23 strikeouts. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, we're, what we're going to do here is I hate to cut all, a lot of it short here, but we have, of course, we have, of course, a whole lot to, to mention here. So what we're going to do is as far as 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 far as um as far as far as this goes, what we're going to do here um we are going to post this link in the uh we are going to post this link in the uh WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade page. So everyone can take a look at yesterday's history and uh, pop culture history and birthdays. Now, keep in mind as well that that every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night on WWS Revolution, that <clears throat> the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, does bring us, of course, uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course, from all fronts. And also every Thursday night on MWO Wolfpack, both of course do the same thing also of course john and justin does on does on occasion does of course post any additional uh moments of course on wws raw radio every monday afternoon as they also in addition to posting the pop culture and history for that particular monday they will also post it for the weekend prior so you may hear some more stuff coming in from us uh coming in um, like I said, you may hear some of this again coming up here uh, this 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 coming week. So who knows there? So but we will post this particular link. This is for yesterday's, and like I said, there's a whole bunch of it there. And forgive me if I did not mention finish mentioning everything, but there is there is so much, of course, to bring up. So we will, of course, definitely uh, post that link so everybody can go on there and take a look at that and check and check that page out. So. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141364-pound. Episode 274 of WCWS Power Hour. This is Saturday, August 28, 2021. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you. The rest of the panel with you to have the handle taking it easy. After what was a very big-time week here, of course, here in the radio network. Coming off, of course, obviously, uh, some one of the biggest wrestling weekends ever, of course, obviously, with Last Saturday being, of course, uh, uh, SummerSlam. Of course, the Friday before on AEW, the first AEW Rampage was the uh, was the AEW debut of CM Punk. Of course, coming off of that high. So, uh, also, of course, Sunday NXT's Takeover 36 popped up as well. A lot of big time moves and changes and everything like that. Uh, of course, obviously Vince McMahon. Obviously, making some last-minute changes here and there, obviously, to counteract the, situ- the the popularity. Of course, trying to take some of that away from the situation that AEW has brought up with that with CM Punk. Obviously, of course, Vincent Mann is the same is continuing to say out in public, and everybody else is saying out in public that there is no competition. And obviously, of course, Vincent Mann apparently seems to be the one making it a competition because he's trying to always one-up everyone. Um, we did, of course, highlight our personal thoughts and opinions about what happened on Raw Monday night, what happened, of course, on uh, NXT, what happened on AEW Dynamite Wednesday. 
Uh, of course, obviously, we did not get an opportunity to mention, talk about what happened last night on SmackDown and also AEW Rampage because, of course, we did not have that show. But we will bring those, we will bring, of course, we will talk about, of course, everybody's thoughts about SmackDown and AEW Rampage tomorrow night. As I mentioned, of course, our episode 1034 Revolution was moved from last night to tomorrow night at 9 o'clock, 138055 pound. As we, of course, like I said, we will do the same premise here that we do during the week. Of course, we will talk about, we will, what we will do is we will talk about, of course, your latest, some of your latest wrestling news and views. We'll get some of your history and birthdays up as best, as best we can find them, of course, here uh, for, uh, t- for uh, tomorrow. <clears throat> also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we'll, of course, we're hoping we'll have a good crowd on tomorrow night. Uh, we will, of course, have our thoughts and opinions about what happened Friday night on SmackDown and what, and what, of course, obviously happened on AEW Rampage on, uh, um, as well. So we will definitely, of course, everyone will have an opportunity to, of course, voice their opinions on everything that we, that was mentioned. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, due to, of course, the fact that Revolution was moved, it was moved from last night till tomorrow night. The prediction title challenge uh, battle royal that I've set up here, of course, with the 10 belts that was uh, up for grabs during the um, SummerSlam and TakeOver combined prediction title challenge we did. Uh, of course, obviously, that's given folks a little bit more extra time here. Of course, now you have until tomorrow tomorrow night, of course, to get those votes in. And I will officially be naming the champions, of course, here. Uh I have not, I have not been on, uh, w, have not checked out. Of course, as you know, it has been posted on WWS Dynasty. Of course, I've mentioned that numerous times. Uh, due to, of course, the pay-per-view prediction center page uh, losing the the poll option, which we're still trying to investigate as to why they took that away. Uh, uh, why they took that away from us? I'm not or took that away from that page, I'm not sure. But I am still investigating. I am still investigating that. But in the meantime here, folks, uh, we are posting, of course, in, posting those in WWS Dynasty. So like I said, I mean, there may be more activity here. There may be more folks that might want to jump in on the action. So... But... Uh, Obviously, of course, here, uh, so far, I don't think we've had that much movement here since this time. However, of course, let me go ahead and point out here, four of the ten folks that did take part in the title challenge have not received any votes as of yet, and that is the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Benjamin Sicily, who, of course, is a member of WWS Dynasty, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. 
of course, I have been, I have tried to make everyone aware. Uh, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> that they can continue to, that that, uh, that of course uh, to try to get their votes in of course about this as as well. But um, but as of but as of cor- of of course right now. As of right now, of course, uh, the Ace of Spades, Jordan Stokless, Robbie Thomas, and Alayla Peters have one vote each. The Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, and the Kian Clubs, Mint Patel, currently, received, currently have two votes. Eddie Garza is currently leading the prediction title challenge right now, the Battle Royal, with three votes. So we hope to, of course, get that, uh, get that in, of course, here very soon. I will, of course, continue to mention... I will, of course, make a note as well, asking our folks here to uh, um, mention to our folks that this has been extended, so there's still more time to try to get some more votes in here as well. So you, like I said, you have until, have until, of course, uh, tomorrow night on the special edition of Revolution to, of course, like I said, submit your votes as well. Because, like I said, in the order that in the order that I have the championship belts here, you know, that's how you're going to earn them. And of course, obviously, uh, even if you don't get any votes here, you will still earn a championship belt as well. Because, like I said, we're doing ten belts at one time. This is a big thing here, so we hope to, of course, see more votes coming in here between now and tomorrow night on the special edition of Revolution. Uh, of course, like I, like I said, other than that, uh, folks, we, like I said, had a big time thing here. Of course, everyone, everyone, of course, spoke out loud. This was a big week here. We got to hear from everybody, from the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Of course, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. We got to hear from Ian Clubs, May Patel. We, uh, and of course, we were hoping to hear from a lot of other folks, but of course, uh, But nevertheless, here, of course, like I said, it was a big week, of course, obviously talking about SummerSlam, TakeOver, also Raw, NXT, AEW Dynamite. And, of course, uh, we were, and of course, that's where pretty much, like I said, for the most part, where it pretty much stopped. But we did not get, the only two things we didn't get a chance to talk about, of course, was, the, was of course, SmackDown and AEW Rampage. But we will make up, we are going to make up for that, of course, here tomorrow night. So be sure to listen in on that one three eight zero five five pound coming up at nine o'clock of course episode number one thousand thirty four of revolution so keep that in mind one six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one four one three six four pound like we said this is Saturday August twenty eighth two thousand twenty one six fifty seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time and we may go past the seven o'clock hour. That's okay if we do so. I do want to try to get a lot more stuff in if we can. Of course, the history and the birthdays. But there was a whole bunch of it from, especially from yesterday. Uh, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, right here with you. Uh, let's go ahead and get you, of course, up to date here. With, of course, obviously some uh, some wrestling news that has been, of course, making the 
making the headlines, of course, here as well. And I'm pretty certain that there's going to be Of course, obviously, uh, we do, as always, thank our friends at 411 Mania for, for allowing us here in the WSWUS Radio Network to bring you their stories. They, of course, come up uh, that, that they, have, of course, worked hard with and come out with, of course, here. Uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, here on not on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Power Hour. Of course, don't forget Revolution, uh, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, <clears throat> as well as Outside the Ropes. Also, WWS this morning. Also, of, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also Sports Machine. And we hope to, of course, obviously um, have a lot more of our shows going forward here. Going coming back up here really, really soon here in the second half of 2021. Once we get a lot of those active here, folks, we will, of course, let you know. And like I said, we will do our best to utilize 411 Mania in that respect. Of course, a lot of folks, a lot of our guys may use it from different sources, but 411 Mania will be our primary uh, wrestling news source. Our first story here tonight, of course, now, as you know, the... Uh, NWA, the NWA Empower event, the all-women's pay-per-view, of course, here is tonight. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story today as Deanna Perrazzo plans to put Melina on the shelf at NWA Empower uh, tonight. In an interview with WrestleZone, Deanna Perrazzo spoke about her match with Melina at NWA Empower tonight and her plans to put her on the shelf, and here are some highlights. On facing Melina tonight, Perazzo says, it's exciting. Pleasure to have someone like Melina who's been working with NWA quite a bit. That's someone I grew up watching. I was inspired by her. I had her time as far as wrestling before women's wrestling was really a thing in WWE. So it's definitely exciting that I'm going to be able to have this match with her. But the bigger gripe here is that my moments are squashed. And I just don't really appreciate it. At the end of the day, the mission is the same. I have to defend and retain my Impact Knockouts title. So Melina is just one more legend I'm going to put on the shelf in the age of the Virtuosa. On if she has scouted her, Peraza says, there isn't stuff medically that I know about Melina. Her knee isn't as great as it once was, so I'll definitely have some tricks up my sleeve. And once I get the chance to study, I will be pinpointing for sure. So we'll definitely, of course, um, so obviously, of course, if Melina heard this interview, then more than likely, I'm sure Melina is going to try to do her best to prepare herself for that. Joseph Lee posted this story today as John Goodman, I believe this is the actor John Goodman, narrates a narrates the cold open for the NWA 73 pay-per-view. The National Wrestling Alliance has released a cold open, cold open, excuse me, for the NWA 73 pay-per-view tomorrow night, which features narration by actor John Goodman. The show airs tomorrow night on Fight from Chase Park Plaza in St. Louis, uh, St. Louis, uh, Missouri. Um, and uh, kind of, and I think there may be a, I think there may have been a video with this, and um, 
that would be great if we were able to uh Uh, that'd be great if we were able to, of course, pop, pull that up. Um, was, we would like to kind of put that in one, one of our pages in case if you don't get opportunity to take a look at it later. Uh, but we'll try to come back and we'll try to pull that story up. Oh, wait a minute. I think we hold on. I think we might have it here. And we will post that, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in the NWA US Facebook page. So if anybody wants to go on and take a look at that, we'll post that here you know, in the next little while on the on the NWA US page that wants to take a look at that. Joseph Lee posted this story today as there is a possible location for next year's Royal Rumble. Fightful reports that the 2022 Royal Rumble will likely be held in St. Louis, Missouri. There has been speculation that Seattle was considered, but St. Louis is the front runner. WWE released their schedule for the rest of 2021 earlier this month, with Survivor Series set for the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Going back to the Rumble, there has been some discussion that backstage that might happen in early February for the first time ever. So. Apparently that's not it. Apparently that doesn't seem to be etched in stone. I know we were, it was mentioned before, but our next story, Joseph Lee posted this story today, as Drew McIntyre has mentioned that WWE owns the rights to the to the theme he used called Broken Dreams, but he has been pushing them to let him use it. In an interview with Fightful, Drew McIntyre confirmed that WWE owns the rights to his old theme, Broken Dreams, and he's been pushing to use it again. He said, I mentioned it a couple times. We do own the rights to it. We do have the song. I guess it's a case of when the time is right, it's going to happen. But because I've been hearing about it every week for years and years and years, especially towards the bigger events, I heard about it leading up to SummerSlam here constantly. Every WrestleMania, I hear about it constantly. So anyone in that audience, when it finally happens, better have some kind of, you saw what happened to Jericho's music, though. Everybody better know that song, better be singing along to every single word, or I'm going to have to go back with my tail between my legs and go, all right, I guess. Sorry about that. We used it briefly in my NXT title match with Bobby Roode. It's the only time we've used it since I came back, and it would be perfect for a build-up video. But I think if we're going... If we're going to do it, it'd be really cool to go full blast with it, full till with it, with it. Have it as the entrance song for that night, and we know it's probably going to trend, and everyone better know the words. Maybe we can put it up for sale because it, it was really successful back in the day. I remember I was like 24 at the time, and and the head of the of the music came up and told me your music's rivaling Cena's at the time. It was popular, and it was such a cool song. I was such a mark. I listened to it in the gym all the time. Definitely don't do that now. So maybe at some point down the road here, like I said, if you fans would like to hear Drew McIntyre's old theme song, maybe like I said, you could push WWE to make to see if they would consider uh, letting him use it. Joseph Lee posted this story today as SmackDown will be preempted for two weeks in October. PW Insider reports that SmackDown on Fox will be preempted for two weeks this October due to coverage of Major League Baseball. 
October 15th and October 29th, we'll see episodes of the show air on FS1 instead of Fox. A similar change was made last October, which caused an expected ratings drop. The October 23rd, 2020 episode drew only 881,000 viewers when the show was typically getting 2 million. The December 18th episode aired on FS1 and had 1.030 million viewers. So they probably didn't have a whole lot of sports going on around that between the times. October, you had baseball. December, you probably didn't hardly have anything. Sure, football was possibly in in um, full tilt, but I don't think it was on at that point. Joseph Lee posted this story today as CM Punk responds to fan bashing AEW for catering to fans and hypes an upcoming Q&A talking about the show he's a part of called Heels. In a post on Twitter, CM Punk responded to a fan that was bashing AEW for thanking the fans after the show was over, accusing them of catering to the crowd. The fan wrote and later deleted that AEW really sunk that low that they have to cater for the fans after a show. Punk replied, we are going to sink so low, so low catering to paying fans will be at the center of the earth around 10 p.m. Central on September the 5th. He also noted that tomorrow at 5 p.m. Central, he would do a Q&A before his episode of Heels officially airs. So he posted a couple of tweets, of course, uh, on uh, on his Twitter account. So you can go back and check that out if you wish to, of course, look at that. Joseph Lee posted this story as Miss Bliss says that WWE is her home but she wants to try acting. In an interview with Entertainment Tonight via uh, via uh, uh, Fightful.com, uh, Miss Bliss spoke about what she might be doing if she didn't become a wrestler, knowing that WWE is her home, but she would love to try acting at some point. She said, if I wasn't in this industry, I don't know, that's tough. I went to school for for." Or diet after having my eating disorder, so I don't know if I'd be working at, at an eating disorder clinic or I'd be pursuing or I'd be pursuing acting. I'm very introverted as a person. I don't think I would be able to pursue acting if it wasn't for breaking out of my shell in WWE. She said, "WWE will always be my home. That's always where I, where, where I'll be. I would love to see what happens if I tried to go for acting. I've been working with an acting coach for the last ten months, and everything I'm doing right now." Character-based-wise, is a lot of acting and a lot of fun. I would love to try that one day if the cards allow. That would definitely be a passion for my, of mine. For now, WWE is home. We'll post this story in the WWS Revolution radio page if you want. No, actually, we'll post it in the interview for page. That would be a good idea. We'll post it there so everyone can take a look at this here. Uh, this is coming from Entertainment Tonight. We do give them the credit for that story. Our next story here, folks, Jeffrey Harris posted this story today as Booker T talking about Adam Cole possibly going to AEW. During his Hall of Fame podcast, WWE Hall of Famer Booker T discussed what's next for free agent Adam Cole after his WWE contract recently expired and how Cole would be a great addition to the AEW roster. Here are some highlights. 
Booker T on Adam Cole possibly going to AEW. Booker says, you know, I don't look at it like, you know, a single situation. I look at it from a unit perspective. I look at it like, just say, for instance, if I got a football team, I got to fill every spot on the roster, okay? Everybody has to be the best at what they do in that position on the roster, okay? So that's the way I'm looking at it right there. As well as, just as for instance, this was the military. I need another soldier that's going to be ready to step up in ranks and command in the drop of a hat. And a guy like Adam Cole is definitely a guy like that because he can work. He can perform at a very high level. You put him with anybody and go out there and give you what you need. That, for me, is what I'm thinking about whenever when, when it comes to a show. Guys can get out there and perform. Guys that can get out there and, and go and bring bring behind the seats and ratings to this television product that we have here. So, yeah, he'd be a hell of a soldier. He'd be a hell of a teammate to that addition. Any way you look at it, Anyway, you look at it because the guy's obviously a team player because he's been down in NXT since day one. On why he's a fan of Adam Cole, Booker T says, I'm a fan, you know. I've talked very, very highly about Adam Cole since day one. I've been the guy that said he's an extraordinary talent. I've watched this guy go out and perform at a very high level. He's one of those guys that's not the biggest guy in the room because like Chris Jericho weren't the biggest guy in the room, but they knew how to work six foot three tall guys. There's certain guys like Shawn Michaels was one of those guys. And a lot of people compare him to Shawn Michaels. Adam Cole definitely has a future no matter what. He's a guy that's got a future in this business. And we'll also post this video in the interview corner page as well. So you can, of course, check out that story there as well. We do give, of course, props to the Hall of Fame podcast from Hall of Famer Booker T. Uh, our next story here, Jeffrey Harris posted this story today as Sheamus talks about the original WrestleMania 37 matchup plans and also being proud of all of his WWE title wins. Speaking to WrestlingInc.com's Brian Wall for a recent interview, WWE superstar Sheamus discussed a number of topics including being proud of all of his WWE title wins and the original plan for a matchup with Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Here are some highlights. Sheamus on his pride for his title wins, he says, I'm proud of every title I've won in the WWE. Obviously, the only one I haven't got my hands on is the Intercontinental title to have all of them. Of course, I haven't won the Grand Slam. I pretty much won everything else. But yeah, I really feel like I've won a lot, but I'm never really con- concerned about the past. I'm always concerned about the present where I'm at now. It's easy to sit back and go, oh, oh I did all of this stuff and all this. For me, what keeps me hungry is that I have the mindset where I've never worn anything, like I've never accomplished anything. On wrestlers changing their demeanor when they get in the ring with him, Sheamus says, you know, it, I think they do, mate. I think they do. I think they know they're in it for a fight, and they stay better, and they and they, and then, and that they better bring it. That's my whole deal. I try to bring something out of my opponents that hasn't been seen before. They know they have to fight. Ask any of them that I've been in the ring with. I can hit as hard as I can, and I expect them to hit hard back. Listen, I got a broken bloody nose from Alberto two months ago. It got smashed. I kept going. I kept going, though, man. I still kept going. I finished the match, and you know I jumped back in the ring as soon as possible. That's what I'm all about. I'm all about the physicality. I love the physicality. I love it. To me, that is the best part of what I do and get to do, and get to do out there. On the original plan... <laughs> 
being a mat on the original plan being a match with Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania 37, Sheamus says, that was the plan, you know, I was hoping. Obviously, different plans from WWE with Bobby and Drew. The whole idea was I got pushed and I got that match at Fastlane. You know, I wanted to be a mania. That's because of the story as well of us coming together in Ireland and Scotland, of course, in wrestling. So, yeah, it was definitely something I wanted to do. It didn't happen. And then when I went and became United States champion. So it all worked out pretty good for me. It's not working out so well for Drew, though. Of course, as you know, that last weekend SummerSlam event, Damian Priest defeated Sheamus to capture the WWE United States title. So obviously, no disrespect to Sheamus. I'm sure this time that belt is probably going to be defended a little bit more than usual here. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here today as Funko releases a new pop vinyl figure for The Fiend. While WWE released The Fiend Bray Wyatt last month, Funko still got one more piece of The Fiend merchandise out following his exit. A new holiday-themed WWE Funko Pop vinyl of The Fiend is now available for pre-order at Walmart. This Funko Pop glows in the dark and features some holiday decor. It's available only as a Walmart exclusive. You can get a look at the new Funko Pop for The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Of course, there's a link to it on uh, Funko's uh, Twitter um, tweet posted by Funko, of course, that was back on uh, on Thursday. So you can go back and check that tweet out if you wish to do so. Several more stories to bring you here. Something here very, very interesting here. Jeremy Thomas has an up, has a story here. Apparently, it's an update to a story that they brought out before. Uh, it, this is bringing the original story, and I'm sure a lot of people may have probably already heard this by now. The rapper known as Whale, W-A-L-E, has shared a new video that appears to tease the new logo for WWE NXT. Whale posted the following video, which was retweeted by Triple H and the NXT Twitter account as well as, of course, NXT's ring announcer, Alicia Taylor. It was reported earlier this month that a new logo was planned as part of the brand's planned revamp. WWE, WWE has yet to confirm whether this will actually be the new logo. And, of course, an update here, it is... Uh, from the NXT uh, Twitter account, uh, which which pretty much just says the term coming soon, hashtag we are NXT. The update here is that it is official. WWE NXT has a new logo. WWE did confirm that the new logo initially shared by Whale is going to be the official logo for the NXT brand. Of course, you can check out that tweet, of course, coming from... Um, Coming from, of course, the the WWE NXT Twitter account as well. Um, very interesting, of course, here indeed. So, Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as Tony Khan posts a meme reacting to reports that WWE isn't looking for indie talent. Tony Khan saw the reports that WWE is no longer seeking to recruit independent talent and took to social media for a tongue-in-cheek reaction. As reported earlier, the company is not scouting indie talent anymore, something that WWE President Nick Khan alluded to in an interview earlier this month. Upon the new report hitting the internet, Khan posted a pic of Ben Affleck's character, Jim Young, from the from 2000's stock market drama Boiler Room, where he says, we don't hire brokers here, we train new ones. 
The film is about a young would-be broker played by Giovanni Ravisi, who joins an investment firm of which Jim is the co-founder and which turns out to be committing fraud in order to make profit. The implication in Jim's statement, which becomes clear later in the film, is that they don't hire trained brokers so, so that they can indoctrinate them into the business shady practices without having to deal with them questioning the company's methods. Of course, you can see the tweet, of course, right here as well. So obviously, obviously, of course, Nick Khan doesn't want to give some very fresh talent, of course, any more another chance, apparently. So apparently, so Nick Khan is becoming more and more like Vince McMahon. He's becoming the ultimate douchebag. Blake Lavelle posted this story yesterday as Adam Cole cancels his Twitch stream and also removes the WWE link from his Twitter account. As previously reported, Adam Cole's WWE, WWE contract has expired, allowing him to become a free agent. Profo re, reported last weekend that as of Sunday morning, Cole had not signed a new deal with the company, and now Cole has made a few other moves that have people speculating as to what's next for him. Wrestling Inc. notes that Cole has removed the link to his WWE shop page from his Twitter account, and it's one that was reportedly, that was reportedly still there as of Thursday night. Cole also announced that he was canceling today's yesterday's twitch stream leading to more speculation regarding his next move <clears throat> cole adam cole wrote this said hey chugs army i'm very sorry but something has come up today and i won't be able to stream today okay with a frown emoji i really really wish that i could i will keep you all posted on when the stream will be uh saturday love you chugs army and thanks for understanding as always a folded hands emoji uh, while some have pondered whether Cole could appear on Rampage, it's worth noting that this week's edition was uh, taped on Wednesday night in Milwaukee. Of course, that is a little bit of a spoiler. Of course, meanwhile, SmackDown will air will, uh, will air live from the Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Now, I don't know if that was last night or if that was... That's where SmackDown was last night or what, I'm not sure, but we'll check it out. Uh, Blake Lavelle posted this story yesterday as Chelsea Green recreates the famous Stacey Keebler title pose. Many WWE fans will likely remember the famous title pose when former WWE star Stacey Keebler, who, who during her run as a manager of the Dudley Boys, took a photo wearing nothing but Bubba Ray and Devon's tag team titles. Chelsea Green took to Twitter to reveal her own version of Keebler's pose as she's seen wearing Matt Cardona's GCW world title and the major wrestling figure podcast championship. Pose got a lot of reactions on Twitter, including from Bubba Ray himself. <clears throat> of course, you can check out the picture, of course, on uh, and also reaction from Bubba Ray right here. Chelsea Green posted on her Twitter account uh, back on... Uh, Let's see, this was three days ago. So it's probably this was Wednesday, I believe. Yes. Chelsea Green posted, The things you do for love, need I say more? And the picture is right there if you want to check it out. And Bubba Ray, of course, now knows Bully Ray. He said, Damn! Me and Devon make Stacy look amazing. So, that's uh, apparently, like I said, uh, so everyone remembers that. So, there you go. And one more quick story, of course, here to uh, bring here came out yesterday. 
Uh, <clears throat> Joseph Lee posted this on a note on where inspiration came from for Becky Lynch's heel turn. As previously noted, Becky Lynch returned to WWE at SummerSlam and will be a heel on the SmackDown brand going forward. The heel turn was reportedly Lynch's idea as she has been wanting to return as a villain. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Lynch was inspired by the current heel run of Roman Reigns, Roman Sucks, who has received praise for his work in the role since returning last year. And of course, I don't know why anybody wants to praise him, but of course, <clears throat> I'm sure that's, I don't know if something JD's going to end up approving about, but hey, it's wrestling. What can you expect? So, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we've got here for you today. On that note, here, we thank you very much for listening to episode 274 of WCWS Power Hour. Of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, right here. Still a little bit under the weather here, but like I said, was still, still, of course, feeling up and feeling lively enough to come up and, of course, bring you tonight's edition of the show. Uh, be sure to, of course, check out all of our groups, of course, on Facebook. There are a lot more stuff posted, of course, the Video Vault. We've posted a lot of great things on there today. Uh, also, of course, Entertainment Cavalcade, as well as the Interview Corner page. Uh, several other uh, moments, of course, as well. There's a lot of great stuff posted on there. So be sure to definitely, of course, uh, check all that out. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow morning, uh, 805-8613 pound. Don't forget our next edition of WCW US this morning. As, of course, I'll be bringing you, of course, uh, <clears throat> I'll be bringing you tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Also, of course, I'll be bringing you, of course, our lineup for what will take place in the radio network this week. And also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, I will be bringing you some more wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. So don't forget to join us at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning for our next edition of WCWUS this morning, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. Of course, also remember at 9 o'clock, uh, of course, uh, the... Uh, um, <clears throat> The rescheduled episode 1034 edition of Revolution, of course, will be on at 9 o'clock, 138055 pound, of course. We will, of course, follow the same procedure. We will give you some more. We will give you some more wrestling news. Also, of course, some uh, more uh, his, um, today, uh, tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays as well. We will also, of course, hopefully we'll have some folks on to talk about what happened on Friday with, of course, with SmackDown and, of course, AEW Rampage. Plus, I will be revealing... The ones who will be the winners, of course, of the of the of the, uh, of the uh, prediction title challenge battle royal. Of course, I will let everybody know which championship belt they will be taking home with them. So, like I said, there'll be several more things that we'll be talking about, of course, here tomorrow night. So be sure to listen in on all that. Power Hour 274 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course. <clears throat> six years older and continuing to be bolder the radio network continues to be and will forever remain of course your your uh <clears throat> your wrestling and pop culture connection but uh, we urge everyone of course to continue to try to stay safe as much as possible of course obviously with this pandemic of course still limited around of course this bigger variant coming up and all of that and the news coming out of more hospitalizations and everything of course People are, of course, scrambling, trying to get the shots. Of course, some are not crazy about it, like myself, but still, I go ahead and do it anyway, so that way 
we can uh, we can go ahead and uh, can go ahead and, so that way you know that we shouldn't have to worry about things but you never know what could possibly happen here so <clears throat> but stay safe ladies and gentlemen in all respects and say prayer for all those that have been affected of course here by this pandemic since what when it hit us of course last March um, just 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 continue the prayers and just like I said just hope the good Lord will be able to take all of this away from us and we'll be able to lead some semblance of a normal life indeed until then ladies and gentlemen take care and God bless your folks and we'll talk at you tomorrow morning on WWS this morning and also ladies and gentlemen we'll be also we'll also be talking to you um, <clears throat> And also, of course, a special edition of Revolution, episode 1034, uh, of course, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock as well, as we will, of course, be talking shop on wrestling and a lot of other things, of course, coming up here, of course, as well. <clears throat> so until then, folks, take care and God bless. Since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWS radio network take care and god bless your folks and please by all means stay safe This is the WCWS Radio Network. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.